In today's episode, once again, we speak to the amazing Dr. Espen. Dr. Espen has worked with over 10,000 patients as a chiropractor, but then decided to retire in uh, as a clinical practice. If you want to learn more about my English talk and mindset strategies, then please visit my website www.goldcard.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.goldcard.com. How to remove abundance of mindset to make her way of your financial abundance. I look and forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get Laws of Money from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time, this is Gil Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession, or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Girl Khan, your money mindset expert. And once again, I'm here with the amazing, the wonderful, the charming Dr. Epson. Welcome, Dr. Epson. Pleasure to be here. Dr. Epson, everyone's heard your intro again, but please, in your own words, introduce yourself and tell everybody what it is that you do. Certainly. My name is Espen, born and raised in Norway. Um, I specialize in the combination of uh, neuroscience and quantum physics. So we use research, quantum technologies, etc., within personal and professional development to help people remove interference blockages in all of the eight areas of life. So it's a deep dive between the bridge of science and spirituality applied to everyday life. Wonderful. And that leads me on to today's topic, which is removing every obstacle in the way of your financial abundance. Whoa. So we've been talking about quite a lot about quantum, um, you know, quantum jumping, quantum, um, quantum physics. Tell everybody, why do you believe that everyone and everyone can be financially abundant? Well, firstly, it obviously depends, you know, where in the world you are. If you're, a, you know, if you're a child in the developing countries and you literally don't have any food, this will be a different conversation compared to of the most it people is. that have, yeah. you know, a smartphone, etc. So it is every situation's starting point is different. But in theory and, and, and also often in practice, this is, this is very, very, very important. Uh, science has proven since 1918 when a guy called Max Planck uh, won a Nobel Prize in quantum physics. So for over 100 years, um, this has been scientifically proven, trialed and tested, and still to this day in 2023 still stands true. Uh, And that is the fact that we as human beings, including anything else that's physical in nature, is actually, we're actually made up of more than 99.9, if you wish to be scientifically accurate, it's 99.9, it's eight nines, rounded off to 99. We actually scientifically proven for over 100 years, uh, made up of over 99.9% pure space. Mm -hmm. This space is what Einstein referred to as spooky action at a distance when he provided evidence for this field being connected to everything. So to keep it less esoteric and really simple, you're actually less than 1% physical. And if you were to ask yourself, you know, what do I believe about me? Am I only flesh and bone? Or am I perhaps a spirit or a soul as well? Many people would say, well, of course, there's more to me. 
there mm. is a spirit, there's an intelligence in me, whatever that might be. And so then when we recognize this, and for myself as a primary healthcare physician, you know, I was I had 25 doctors on the books and I own 10 multidisciplinary health clinics. And for me to be able to manage this was, you know, a great art and an honor. But I actually recognized a lot of problems in the healthcare industry, in the education industry, because we were primarily focusing on the physical. So mm-hmm. physical healing only. That's like saying this is a, you know, m- money a podcast. That's like saying I'm only really focusing on the actual physical note mm-hmm. of this asset um, because I've perceived that it has value external to me. When in essence, we know that if you want to be financially independent, you know, develop a beautiful financial destiny, you must be conscious of your energy. Mm-hmm. So in essence, what I'm saying here, Gal, is that 99.9% of us is made up of pure untapped quantum potential. This is untapped energy potential. This is known as the quantum field in science. You may mm-hmm. call it source or consciousness, whichever you prefer, universe. But we all have different names for it. This is proven. Mm-hmm. And for me, I left the education system. I was a qualified teacher. I also left the, you know, as a physician in, in practice, because I recognized that we were only playing with less than 1% of our potential. Uh, and now we have this science available to us, these quantum technologies, these introspective, meditative, powerful, expanded awareness states are available to us. And when it is, well, it becomes fun. You know, you get to play with this and use this in your life to ask yourself the question, where am I in my own way? How am mm. I interference in my life what is it within my traumas or beliefs or whatever uh, that is holding me back from a beautiful abundant financial destiny wonderful and i love i love what you just said that we are not when we think of abundance it's when i talk about abundance i'm not just talking about financial abundance let's let's make it very clear i think money on its own has little or no value for anyone it has to be in the context of having abundance in your bank account in your health in your relationships in your happiness i think they all combine together something you mentioned and on friday future when you said you had all the success but you felt empty inside and that's Mm -hmm. a primary example why i mean when you think oh well people blame money for this by the way and it really bugs me because i'm a big money fan that you can't blame money for some somebody else's issues or somebody else who hasn't healed and or we see these celebrities who've you know got to this fame and have all these you know cars and money, and yet they are empty, so they go into drugs and alcohol and other kind of abuses. That doesn't you can't blame money for that kind of behavior. It's because they are empty inside because they're lacking abundance in their in their happiness in their relationships, and sometimes and that leads into um, you know lack of abundance in their health. But you can't blame money for it. So abundance is in. In the, it's a greater word. It encompasses everything, all elements of for abundance. And I love the fact that you say that we ha- we all have this aura, this the quantum field around us. And agreed, we are ninety nine point nine percent space. You know, zero point one percent is actually physical matter. This is quantum physics teaches that this is it's a scientific proof. Exactly. In fact, not something that you, me and Doctor Espen are just making random facts. If that's the case, then spirituality comes even more into play. That means we are mostly spiritual beings and having this 0.1 aspect of us, which is physical essence of us, Correct. which also means we are connected to everything and everyone at all time and space, whether we're consciously aware of it or not. And exactly. that means that even though I'm here in London, you're there in Queensland, in Australia, even if through this, you know, through the Zoom call, through through the, uh, you know, through the medium of our laptops, our fields are connecting. And yes. it sounds... And everyone this, listening. Every and, single person and, and, listening. Exactly. And now here's something that I will add. 
because I do believe that you can go back in time. So anybody who's listening to us in maybe in a week's time or two weeks time or a year's time, if you tune back into the time that you mean Dr. Epson talking, you will tune in back in time in the quantum field because it's all the space is time. And now there is no such thing as a past or, or future. Everything is in that very moment now means you connect to us now as well. Now, the reason why I'm going into this sort of depth is to understand or make you understand that it doesn't matter where you are, where you're starting off, you have access through this quantum field to the exact same possibility that me or Dr. Espen or anybody else has. Yes, your starting point may be different. I'm not negating that. You may be a child who was born in the developing world or we've recently had earthquakes in Syria and Turkey and you've, you know your livelihood's gone, your parents are gone. I'm not demeaning that at all. I'm just saying that if you start off somewhere and as, as, you, as you mentioned in, in the Friday feature, your challenge is these children are born in the all have these devastating um, beginnings to their lives. They have bigger challenges to the average person who's born in the maybe in the Western world. But that doesn't mean that they have any less access to the quantum field. Everybody has access exactly. to this quantum field. And therefore, we all can attract to us and bring into our physical manifestation things that we desire. Is that right? Very much so. And this is a great point because one of the last things the late great Dr. Wayne Dyer shared before he passed was the misconception and miseducation around the topic of attraction or the law of attraction, if Mm. you will. And you're right, the abundance is, in essence, if you want to keep it simple, it's a vibration. It's a specific amount of oscillations per second at at, at around a specific frequency bandwidth that allows things to come to you. It's like you're tuning into a radio and you tune into the specific station and you can hear the messages. And it's very, very simple because the universe, as Tesla said, operates on energy, frequency, and vibration. You know now, and you just spoke of quantum entanglement before with you know how this was observed, mm-hmm. how everything is connected. The bottom line, to keep it simple, is we've been taught uh, by, say, the law of attraction in the book, The Secret, who some of our mentors were on and some incredible piece of work, that basically you attract what you want. So if you want to attract something, you say it a thousand times, you say a thousand affirmations, and it'll arrive. Now, this is incorrect. Let me put it this way. If everyone listening right now, if you were able to manifest what you wanted, there's no need for you to listen to this podcast. There's no need for you to do any work on yourself because you would have had everything, the perfect health, the perfect wealth, the perfect relationship. So the law of attraction, yes, is one of the 12 universal laws. And yes, it's a fundamental law that stands the test of time. It'll always be there, Mm. but you have been speaking. We have been speaking a very limited language Mm because let me explain. There's two parts to the law of attraction. And this is very important for people, particularly within that money realm, to to really not just intellectualize, but to actually practice and at, at some point eventually embody. So what you've been taught is the masculine aspect, which is the electric part of the electromagnetic that is you. Okay, mm-hmm. North Pole, North Pole and the South Pole, masculine, feminine, yin yang. And of course, this important polarity of plus and minus. If you have a battery with a plus and a minus, you'll get power out of it. If you have two pluses or two minuses, you won't get any empowerment out of that battery. So what you've been taught is the plus or the positive, which is the masculine, which is the doing or the intention. So you Mm -hmm. set the intention, I want a million dollars, and you repeat that over and over again. I want a million dollars, I want a million dollars. The million dollars is the thought or the idea placed in the quantum field. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, so it's the masculine seed. To give life, you need the masculine and feminine, the seed and the soil together. Yes. And so you've been taught the masculine aspect, which is the drive and the, and the masculine, which brings forth this, okay, hang on, I, I'm saying it all, I'm, I'm putting it out there, why isn't it arriving? So then the second aspect, which has not been taught, which is, again, what Dr. Wayne Dyer was so passionate about teaching to, towards the end of his life, is the feminine aspect, okay? So not just the masculine thought, but the feminine emotion. Mm. And the emotion by the HeartMath Institute has been proven to be 5,000 times more powerful. The, elect- the magnetic field of the heart is 5,000 times more powerful than that of the brain. Mm-hmm. So when you say, I want a million dollars, you think that thought, you have that intention, you place that seed, and this is half the equation. But often it goes like this, I want a million dollars, I want a million dollars, but the emotion goal on the inside, the emotion is, shit, I need money to pay my bills. Yes. Right? Then you have a mismatch. You have incoherence in the quantum field. And what the quantum field, the unified field, the, the, the field of consciousness, the law of attraction is going to then give you into your life is the strongest of those two quotients, which is the emotion. So then when you're saying I want a million dollars, but you're feeling not worthy, you're feeling that money is not safe, you're feeling that you don't have enough, you're feeling unsafe and, and or unworthy, what you attract is more of what you don't want because of the emotion. So the real secret to the law of attraction is not attracting what you want. As Dr. Van Dyer says, you don't attract what you want. You attract what you're able to become and sustain vibrationally. Mm-hmm. So my, I was $147,000 in debt in 2010, and I had given up completely. But when I learned these quantum tools and technologies to be able to to change what's happening on the inside of me and emanate and come from that place of abundance, which works for every single person, every single time. Mm -hmm. Some basic principles. One is a daily gratitude practice. If you want to be financially abundant and you're not practicing daily gratitude, you're wasting your time, right? You need Mm -hmm. to get the principles, the basics, right? So long story short, this is really inspiring because then finally you have the electric and the magnetic, the masculine, the feminine, the, 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 the creator protector together. And that brings abundance. It has to come from the inside and it must be aligned with universal law. I love that. I think, I think we miss quite a lot of the time, the emotional attachment to it. And I, this is the reason why I've designed um, this personification, personification of money. I personally could not connect with money. I have difficulty connecting with money and with money in gold because I'm not interested in gold or diamonds. I'm not interested in diamonds. I'm not interested in anything apart from cars, by the way, materialistically, I'm not bothered about anything, right? So I had difficulty connecting emotionally with the idea of abundance. So hence the idea of personifying money was born and I personified money and made it my best friend. That's when it worked for me because then I was able to see money as this humanoid, as my best friend, someone who's got my back, who's, who comes and goes, ebb and flow of money. And I don't have the need or the greed for her. I'm not going to hold on to her like, no, please don't go, please don't go. And I'm not, I'm not begging her for friendship. We have mutual respect and I treat her with dignity and she treats me with dignity and she trusts that I, you know, um, I'm going to treat her well. I'm, I'm not going to you know, be disrespectful to her and vice versa. She treats me with respect. And because of that, I was able to overcome my, my, deta- you know, my detachment to physical money or even digital money or Bitcoin. It's just I'm not interested in any kind of financial aspect when it's materialistic, whereas when it's personified, I'm able to connect with it because I'm, I'm more of an emotions person. I like humans. I like relationships. 
Hence, I formed this relationship with her. I mean, that's one aspect, of course. There's other healings that had to be done beforehand. We'll talk about that in a bit. But in order for me to connect emotionally with abundance, I personified money and became best friends with her. And this is what I advocate and teach quite a bit. What's your take on that? I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. I think that's a great idea, you know, and, and in the three day, we have an event that we call the quantum advanced, where mm-hmm. we actually heal the primary blockage in each of the eight areas of life. So eight breakthroughs in, in three days, the one around money is very uh, similar to what you're describing, where we actually guide our students through a closed eye slash hypnotic process to the earliest stage of childhood. And I'll do this now for those of you listening, if you're not driving or anything, if you have this moment just to to maybe close your eyes and and feel into this. Um, And if not, then, you know, put a bookmark on this, come back and revisit this later, because I'll give you a little sneak peek as to the, one of the primary transformations. When we go back in time now, I want you just to imagine that you you find yourself now, you're observing yourself at your um, witnessing your own childhood. And I want you now to imagine that you're observing your parents or whoever raised you um, having a conversation around money. What's the feeling right now? What's the feeling? Your earliest memory around money, what's the feeling? You'll very often notice that it'll, it'll be kind of insecurity or scarcity or worry or fear or, or judgment or something in the household, uh, or it could be love and joy and gratitude, safety, and you know abundance. So just right now, decide what it is. What's the name of the emotion? Name the emotion in your mind's eye. Once you've identified the emotion, say thank you to your younger self, come forward across the timelines, back into the present moment, three, two, one, and you're back. Real simple. What's that emotion? What was it for you, girl? So it's something similar to what I do, which is go back to your earliest memory and see how you, and how you how, what you're doing and what your picture is. And I have done all work on it. So for me, it was my mom in, in the garden telling me how everything's abundance. For me, I'm I'm a nature person, so I saw lots of greenery and grass. But this is now after healing. What I've done before, when I when I picture myself before, and that would, and that came as well. But it was almost like if I if I if I explain to you, for me, it was almost like boarded up like no entry there's no entry sign to that picture and I saw and I thought how I can I go in because I've done healing on it that's why I was directed to this garden where my mom's sitting outside with me and there's this lush green garden with lots of flowers and lots of nature and lots of trees and springs there and everything about me is abundance everything's abundance that's my picture now previous picture Mm -hmm. however is my mom and my mom when I'm um I think I would be about six seven years old and we've gone from rags to riches. My father was a, would be a billionaire in today's day and age. Um, we'd gone from him. He remarried. And so my mother left him and took me and my brother. We went from having chauffeurs and cars and swimming pools to literally not having cutlery to eat, um, that kind of state, and living in, I think it was rat-infested house. It was horrible. And being in there, and I remember my mother, you know, we'd only put the heating on in one room, and we're all in that room, and the, the rest of the place, it was damp and horrible, so that, you know, we didn't go into it. And I think something along those lines of, you know, um, how money is evil and me making me, me, me realize, because my mom saying to me, my father would never be married if he didn't have money. So in my mind, money makes you do evil things because him remarrying is evil. I now know yeah, remarriage isn't evil either, but that's the, that's the image that I had. But I've healed. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give you the, I'll give so you the then, ones of- 
Great, great, wonderful. So just if you were to name that emotion, I'm just looking for one word. What's the name of the earliest emotion? Not where you rewrote it to, but the name of the earliest emotion. I think it would be evil. Uh, it would be anger. Yeah. Okay. E- evil and anger. So for those listening and watching, just say it out for yourself. What's your earliest memory of childhood? The earliest emotion around the memory of money is? And you say it out. So you speak it into reality. So you become conscious of it. And now the next question that that you could ask yourself is, is that emotion, is that feeling, is that relationship between me and the energy of money still there? And the majority of our students, plus 70%, will say, yeah, that emotion is still there. Not everyone has done the kind of work that you've done and some of your students would have done. And so then they recognize, hang on, my earliest memory of fear, or, or excuse me, of money was fear or insecurity. Hang on, I'm still feeling fear and insecurity today when it comes to money. And so then what they recognize is that this, this program has been running unconsciously for decades and mm-hmm. they finally then have the awareness to do something about it. And then we go back and rewrite the story because the truth of the matter is the money has been knocking on your door your whole life. You've got clothing on your back. You've got food in your belly. You've got a roof over your head. You've got all the things that you need. You are way more abundant than the majority of the people on this planet. So for you not to feel abundant, there is something in coherence, and that's what we need to heal first. Oh, I love that. I think this is so important because I think we need to recognize you have money. If you didn't have money, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast in the first place. It's just you wouldn't have a smartphone. Yeah, exactly. Or or a laptop or or mm. um or you know, I think we fail to recognize how abundant we are because we, we don't see we see the Lamborghinis and the Porsches and so forth and the Bugattis and we want those and we think that's what abundance means. But actually no, it doesn't. Um and understanding that we are abundant right now, we may want to increase our abundance, but that's a different feeling to being being lack and scarcity, which majority of the time you feel. Which is mm. which is amazing. So let's go back to which this is point. The, which is the secret, right? Because if you yeah. want to be abundant, you have to start feeling abundant. It's not the other way around. It's not like first is be, then do, then have. Not have, mm. be, do. You first must be. That's mm. the bottom line. You can try and run around it as much as you can. It'll take another decade of financial distress or just really lean into this now. Like you are abundant. Count your blessings if you want to be blessed. Wonderful. And so when we talk about removing every obstacle in the way of your abundance, how would you go about doing that? So would you start with exactly the kind of process you just used, which is healing your your earliest memory of of, of abundance? It's so individual. Yeah, it's a great question. It's very individual because every person is different. Mm -hmm. We all have different indoctrinations and imprints and whatever else. But in essence, for most people in, you know, first world countries, you know, wherever you might be, I would say the first principle is understand, like getting conscious of what it is that inside of you that is the biggest block. So I can say, for example, fear. You know, you experience fear. I experience fear. The average person would experience fear from time to time, some more than others, certainly. But if that's the case, your fear is different to mine, but it's still fear. So there's this context of these primary limitations, fear, guilt, shame, grief, sadness, anger, disconnection, illusion, et cetera. And one of the biggest ones, of course, in terms of finances is a lack of self-worth. Yeah. You know, if you don't feel that you're good enough and many people, you know, including people that have done work for a long time, actually, yeah, I get it intellectually. I'm more than good enough, but they actually still don't feel it because mm. they haven't, they haven't lived long enough in that state of vibration to, for that to be their permanent state. And so what happens is that they often drop back into feeling not good enough. And then unfortunately the universe slash fortunately the universe starts sending you all the signs of not enough. And if you can't see what the signs are, then you think you're doing something wrong. You're not doing anything wrong. You're you're expressing something that's coming back to you. Mm. I think it goes a lot more deeper than just that. I think it's it's 
taking a step back and stopping. I mean, I I, I love Gary. I think he's he's done amazing work. But I think people like him have propagated the idea that you could hustle, 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 hustle in order to do to you know to achieve something or do some work or to make money. I'm not saying that you sit on your on your backside and don't do anything. But I also don't believe in you know burning out and just hustling twenty four seven. I do. I believe- did that. <laughs> and how yeah. did it work out for you? Um, well, it's a very painful, very expensive, very dragged out lesson. Um, and, you know, adrenal fatigue later and whatever else. And Burnout. it worked out because I got the lesson. But if I would have learned this now and started this process now, I've got to save myself a good 10, 15 years of ex- like hustling from the place. Let's be clear. That's the top of my field, right? But back in the day, it's still the this the vibration still came from a place of not feeling good enough. So I was trying to prove myself. I had a savior complex. And yeah, that drives magnificent things, but that's not a necessarily a fulfilled place to be. No. So and of course it's, it's beautiful it's, it, to have this I was gonna say it's beautiful to have these kind of conversations. Yeah, I was gonna say thank you. And I was saying I was saying that it's just it's one way street to burn our city. I think that's that's the way I see it. And a lot of people, a lot of entrepreneurs do feel the burnout. Whereas if you take a step back and, you know, slow down to speed up, to actually see, to see what it is that's actually in the background, you know, what's your subliminal subconscious program that's running you at the moment? You know, you want money. Okay, why do you need money? You have the money, you got enough to for the clothes on the back and the food on the table. Why are you so desperately running forward and what do you want to achieve? I mean, I, I know and, I have some. And for what purpose, you know? Is it coming from a place of inspiration? Is it drawing you in and fueling you and, and giving you life force, mm-hmm. you know? Or is it coming from a place of, shit, I need to get this done so that I can prove myself? And neither is right or wrong, but one is coming from a place of lack and one, one is coming from a place of abundance. And that's what you can start to discern now after this conversation as to what's the feeling behind what I'm doing. Because it is okay to hustle and you will get there. It's just... It's like swimming upstream. It's going to take a shitload more energy than swimming downstream. And you can choose which way you swim. And I think if you are in that state, then you're losing a lot of relationships, a lot of time on the way. You lose your health on the way. That's my experience that I've seen. Whereas if you do it from a place of abundance and you have your your motivations, your why in check, then things work. My biggest why for me doing anything, I'm a two-kids so it's to make sure that they are happy and they're well taken care of and that was the first initial thoughts of mine now is also to make sure that they have a good role model to to live by you know so my i pray i do the five daily prayers i make sure they're on time so my kids see me pray my daughter's side pray and my and my son is and you actually reminded me something that i need to go back i had an accident last year so i stopped going to the gym but i need to go back in the gym so that they my kids know that i go to the gym so they'll go they'll make sure they go because i'm a role model they'll not they'll do what i do not do as i say and so it's important but my why has always been my kids and i everything in my life works around those two little beings but they're not so little anymore but those two beings and therefore, I come from, and when I look at them, I feel abundant. I feel happy. I'm, I'm full of love. And my life is so amazing. But even when I didn't have the financial abundance to back that up, I looked at them and they made me feel happy. And my biggest source was I was going to make sure my daughter had the private education and my son as well. It, the education for me is of primary importance. So that why drived every decision that I made. And but I ended up being in a much more prosperous place rather than where I would have been. Did I not have a strong enough why? But the why didn't come from lack and scarcity. Like I need to have money to prove myself. The money was to make sure the kids were taken care of. That's mom, the mama bear coming out. 
And then also making sure that mum was home. I was I could have made the same money by going and working. Uh, I'm a lawyer, so making money was not that difficult to go and working in a, in a law firm. But then my my kids wouldn't see their mum. So my driving force for making sure I made the same amount of money from home. My kids got to see mum. They I got to pick them up and drop them off to school. I was there to do you know feed them and you know make them food every single evening, whatever. Those things that mummies are supposed to do, mummy did along with making a lot of money. And that's abundance. And that for me is abundance. And that's how I felt. And that's where I am. That's where I, even now, I, I, you know, I'm not a billionaire yet, but I feel like one. I'm, I feel abundant as one. I love it. And then you've got the basic principles in place. I mean, you spoke to the why. You know, I always say the greater the why, the higher you fly. You must have a purpose, a reason bigger than yourself um, and beyond your own life. If you want to be, at least if you want to leave some sort of legacy. Mm-hmm. And this is and it works like i said it works for every single person if you can link your reason to be successful to a greater purpose than yourself then you will be successful nothing can stand in your way when your why like all your how will line up itself when the why is big enough absolutely correct 100 agree with you so if we wrap this episode up if you just want to leave us with a parting comment again dr Tripson, what do you think is the one thing or the things you should be doing to remove every obstacle in the way of your abundance pick up a mirror Look in the mirror, take a good couple of breaths and know that the person that's staring back at you is the person that is here to to change your life and no one else is coming to the rescue. And that person looking back at you has the power, the wisdom, the beauty, the intelligence of the entire multiverse inside of themselves. When you're looking in the mirror and you look at this person, you simply make the decision to be the best that you can be for whatever reason you're doing it and you will succeed in that. And know, again, that it's not about the destination. It's about every single step of the way. So let's take every breath as a gift and stay present in the moment and look in the mirror anytime we're looking for answers because the answer is always going to be staring back at you. Beautiful. Well, on that note, we're going to wrap up. Dr. Epson, where can we find you? How can you connect with you on the internet? Awesome. Um, go to drespen.com, which is D-R-E-S-P-E-N.com and check out the quantum experience. We do a one-day event for free. It's online on Zoom. We talk about unpack these strategies and uh, do a big breakthrough as well on money, which is exciting. And then we have a big breathwork experience at the end. Instead of talking about quantum science, you actually get to experience it in your nervous system. So that's the quantum experience with Dr. Espen. And we'd be honored to have you there. And thank you again for what you're doing and sharing these kind of messages. Um, and for sharing your story as well in regards to, you know, what you've been through and what you've learned. This is beautiful. And please, everybody, if this, if you've resonated with this, listen to this over and over and over again as many times as you know until this drops into the nervous system. And please share with as many people as you can to help, you know, awaken more abundance in the world. 100%. Well, if you have been listening to us on the podcast, the links to Dr. Epson will be in the show notes. And if you're watching us on YouTube, then down below in the description section we'll have the links to dr epson to check him out he's amazing i'll be checking out this this particular link as well i'm always looking to learn more stuff because i'm always a, i'm a lifelong learner but do check him out because he's amazing and dr epson thank you so much for being such an amazing guest both on friday feature and today on my talkies it's been a fabulous conversation with you thank you an honor and a privilege thanks so much for having me and thank you for listening to me and dr epson today i will be back with another amazing guest on money talkies finding out how you and I can build a better business. Until the next time we meet, this is Gohan signing off. Take care and bye for now. 
If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website www.gulkhan.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get my book, Laws of Money, from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.